0: Welcome back to part two with Dick Blank on the Cedarville Stories podcast. My name is Sarah Gump and I am a member of the podcast team. Your host Mark Weinstein and Dick continue their conversation by discussing how the Beyond Startup Accelerator at Cedarville University provides opportunities for our students to get real world business experience before they even graduate. Now here's their conversation. Uh, Earlier in the podcast, uh, You know, we talked about you coming back to Cedarville, leading in 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 your role as the um, in the entrepreneur entrepreneur accelerator. Mm -hmm. What is the purpose of the accelerator?
1: To me, um, it goes back to the theme what we've been talking about. I mean, the only reason to to launch an entrepreneurship program, an accelerator, and now a angel capital network to finance it all and fund it all is because of the point I made earlier about the platform that we as Christians can have in the marketplace. The most influential people in the marketplace actually are entrepreneurs. And the reason is because over time, if they're successful, they create new industries. They create what ultimately becomes the marketplace you look at the Amazons, the Apples, the, the Netflix, the, all those companies, the influence they have is enormous. If we are intentionally creating, as a hub here at Cedar University, hundreds of new culture-creating uh, with a biblical worldview um, entrepreneurs who ultimately will lead the way for us in the future marketplace, we will create culture that's very similar to the culture we have at Cedarville. Hmm. The issue we have in the marketplace right now is Christians have not been creators. Everyone else has. We've been willing participants to go work for other people's companies, people without a worldview, because perhaps the, the risk associated with doing something new or the risk associated with... Uh, solving a a problem or capturing an option that matters to God with an entrepreneurial mindset to create something new, it's easier sometimes just to take a job. Right. Right? It's more secure. It's It feels more secure, but I think, but is it? I don't know. Well, uh, you're at I the, think that, that'd be interesting. That's a whole other podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're at the mercy of, of somebody else. I mean, when you're the yeah, entrepreneur, your business, you can set the direction, set the course, set the vision, set the culture.
1: That's right. And... It's it's your and if you're the one setting the culture, you have a biblical world, world biblical worldview. We know where that's going. If we as Christians are not creating enterprises, basically by default, we are we're abdicating that responsibility to others to create the culture of the future. Mm-hmm. So. That's the importance of why we're doing this program.
0: So what's the benefit to Cedarville students to get involved in this? Um,
1: How do you see them impacting culture down the road? We're providing Cedarville students the opportunity to have a life of great influence, from my view. An accelerated path to great influence and impact. Um, A life of, just as you described it, more autonomy to be able to do the things that God lays them on, lays on their heart, as opposed to respond, survive, um, take direction from someone that may not have a biblical worldview, which is the more likely of the situation. So, we give them that opportunity. But while they're here, we surround them with mentors, entrepreneurs, and residents with Christians that we've now um, brought together in our Angel Network, which will uh, launch at an event in March. Who can capitalize these projects? So we give them an environment to get trained. We give them an environment to participate in an Accelerator to launch something in a, in a, in a really a low-risk environment with lots of mentors and support, and then we, get, we create an environment where they can pitch their idea to investors who are also Christians. And so the entire ecosystem of that is completely Christian, and ultimately they leave here having created their own job, created their own self-sustaining enterprise, like my grandfather did
0: Right. And then it allows them to have an impact in whatever sphere of influence they have and opens the opportunity to share the gospel.
1: Exactly. If you look at the most influential people in most churches, Mm -hmm. and even in our own university, quite candidly, um, they tend to be people who have either own or lead a business um, because they have both the experience and the resources to aid and use their influence or network or resources or whatever to help advance the things that matter to God. And they also can provide jobs to people that, that, need, that need jobs and things like that. So um, I think we're creating uh, a, a on-ramp for a life of great influence okay. for, for our students.
0: And one way the Accelerator program is functioning here.
1: Is by or through an event called the pitch? What's the pitch? The pitch. The pitch is. It's think of it almost like baseball. The pitch to me is like the the um, sort of the AAA league uh, sort of team. Okay. So that's our first level of that gives students an experience to just try out creating something, pitching an idea, and to get a cash prize. And so we'll give the winner a thousand dollars. We'll give the second place five hundred dollars. Third place two hundred fifty. Fourth place. Uh, 250. We okay. had 19 students competing to pitch in eight slots just a couple of weeks ago. Four presented, and uh, four ultimately one out of those eight. And I had investors in the audience, okay, independent investors um, who came up from Cincinnati and and Columbus who heard those pitches, sent emails back to their angel networks, and basically said, "Cereal's C- C- got four investable." companies really? that the students have created. And to me, that's really cool, considering we just launched the program and we've had really nothing in place before this. We started last March. And to have that outcome from that, so that's sort of like the AAA league baseball team, if you will. In March, we're going and then we've got the accelerator for both our alums and our students to really... Uh, make professional, make operational their ideas Mm -hmm. uh, to ultimately prepare for, to actually raise capital, not just get prizes, but raise capital uh, in an investable enterprise to scale and create the next Google. That'll happen in March. So right now I have 10 companies from around the nation, two from our accelerator, eight from other accelerators around the country, all Christian entrepreneurs who have no forum to be able to raise capital from other Christians. Hmm. There's one in Dallas and there's now one at Cedarville in the entire nation in terms of a group, an angel group. So we're creating that. Um, Dr. White's been very involved. Um, the 26th will be an evening dinner that Dr. White will host. The 27th, Dr. White will be our keynote speaker to kick it off. Four of those companies out of that 10 will compete for four slots to pitch to raise capital. Anywhere from a million dollars to four point three million dollars is what they're raising. Wow! So that's that's the that's the uh, that's the majors. Sure. So that's big time stuff. So the one pitch events the, is the basically the minors, and that one's the majors, drawing people all around the country to Cedarville. So already we're in the first year. Even we're not even really at a year point. Um, we've really launched the pr- launched the academic track, launched the accelerator launch the capital side of it through the Angel Network. Now, first event in March, we'll have multiple events a year, ultimately leading to four events of those events a year.
0: So this is also, you just mentioned, um, an academic program. So can students get a degree or a minor or or something in entrepreneurship?
1: Yes. So the um, we have created an entrepreneurship minor. What's unique about it is, while it's anchored in the School of Business, it is available to... All 16 of our schools, including School of Bible and Theology, uh, as a minor selectable by any of our 16 schools and all of our majors. So it cuts across. It's actually, I think, the only one it cuts across other than Bible. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's Entrepreneurship Track. The Accelerator also cuts across everything. Anyone can be in the Accelerator. Any major. Any, any major. Um, really, it does, it's independent major. It's more, do you have an idea?
0: And and also alumni could participate.
1: Yes, yes, and I think it, right. It, we, so that in the fall we had we had four alumni and one student who brought in their ideas. Two two of those are going to be presenting um, in March to raise capital. Okay, uh, we have a, a accelerator. We have now in the spring that's all students that I believe has eight students in it right now. So just things just continue to grow. And just one of the things I'm looking at doing is with our team is creating something very unique for alumni right now. It's combined with student, the students, but I'm thinking of creating something very unique and, um, and quite challenging for alums. That's a fast track to be able to present their ideas to the new angel network of investors.
0: And yeah, the angel network uh, for clarification is just people who will invest
1: in the, the pitch. Yeah. So angel angels are accredited investors by SEC guidelines, people with quite a bit of resource. And we will we're recruiting uh, up to 150 of those folks. Uh, they they don't have to be alums of the school. Okay. Um, they just have to be be connected. You know, they just have to be willing. They they have to really be willing to invest in these uh, uh, faith based uh, entrepreneurs. And um, so it's a membership model. So they pay some money to to, to join. Uh, we are using our top finance students to be to be a due diligence team to uh, to develop uh, investor packages for our angels. And then the companies will have the opportunity to pitch their idea to raise capital starting in March.
0: Okay. So I've heard you talk before about the principle of the penny. Mm -hmm. Okay. How does the principle of the penny, first of all, define what the principle of the penny is. And then how does that connect with all of what you're trying to do
1: here at Cedarville? Okay. Principle of the penny is something that's well-known in the marketplace. It probably needs to be re-found in in other areas, uh, in particular evangelism and discipleship. But principal penny is really simple. If you take up, uh, just one penny and you double that penny each day for 30 days, mm-hmm. you have $5.4 million at the end of 30 days. People realize the power of compounding. Mm-hmm. Of course, those last five days were amazing. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 but that's the whole point. Uh, uh it's like time over target yeah so t- related to evangelism right yeah. what our what our 330 million population there were people in our population in our in, how long would it take for 330 million of people to come to know the lord well if one of us was to lead and double our ourselves uh, through evangelistic efforts leading others to the lord each day for 30 days one person could lead 5.4 million people to the Lord. Wow. Ultimately, by starting that change, it's just like the penny. Yeah. So how many how many people does it take to lead everybody in the Lord to the to, in the nation? Mm-hmm. And how long does it take? It mm-hmm. would take a long time. Mm-mm. So the challenge, and of course this this is an economic challenge too in the marketplace. All anybody who runs a business understands the power of compounding. Right. Um, but if we refine that in the church, um, I would say. Um, we that is one huge way we can change the culture. I saw how my grandfather and my mm-hmm. parents used compounding and evangelistic efforts to change entire communities through just that compounding example.
0: So, how are you teaching that to students through the curriculum
1: and through the accelerator? Yeah, it, it pulls through the, the accelerator. Pulls through our curriculum. Um, it's 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 really a mission topic where. Because the compounding effect of a business, businesses by nature are are, are a compounding entity. Correct. Through the employees and the assets of the company, you have the opportunity to compound and create net income um, that exceeds your expenses, right? Uh, It's very different than a nonprofit model. And also, you have the same opportunity to influence the culture through the same kind of compounding through your employees, through your customers, through your suppliers, um, through the people that want to understand your story as a company, same kind of compounding um, aspect.
0: Uh,
1: that's, that's the principle. Okay.
0: As we move toward the end of the podcast, I just have a few questions I want to uh, fire your way. I'm interested in knowing how you believe the students who participate in the accelerator, the pitch, and everything that you're doing, how they can benefit both
1: professionally and spiritually. Professionally, um, they, just the experience alone will make them much more valuable upon graduation. Um, so if I was to take some, if I was, and I do this all the time, obviously as a leader in the marketplace, um, if I had one resume in front of me, someone's got a three eight, so they're obviously a great student, mm-hmm. and another person in the marketplace who had an internship, had launched, had had an idea to launch a company while they're in college, and whether they, even that success or failure with that, and they were a 2-9, I'm, I'm going to hire the 2-9. Mm-hmm. So the point I'm trying to make is that the, the, it augments the academic experience and applies the a- academic experience in, in a way that's valuable to the marketplace. That's how it helps the student. Okay. They, they will, frankly, be positioned for better roles, or they will create a company for which they will be hiring other students. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's an obvious uh, value add for the student and for the university, actually. So if we have 98.5% placement of students and we are creating companies, that's a powerful combination for the university and for our students and our, and our parents and families. Um, on, a, on a spiritual uh, level, um, I, just, I just think um, the, the faith required to create um, the, the, the working out our faith, trusting God to provide the gap that's obvious when we're working on something unknown and never been tried before right. and disruptive, and um, but has great potential value and upside versus um, a very defined situation. I just, I just think the, the person is, is at an early age is going to have exercised and stretched their faith and their relationship with God as it's kind of worked out for me. Mm-hmm. I was always ahead of my skis. <laughs> 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 I've never had an easy job. <laughs> I've always had these, uh, you know, this, 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 is, this is a complete mess. Uh, this is your new job. Or this has never been tried before. And by the way, we need a miracle by the end of six months there's there's just no way to describe that. other way to say that that's a face stretching. God, please help me. I mm-hmm. need you. Mm-hmm. Uh, humbling kind of thing. And I think that's the spiritual journey that our students will go on that will stretch them and is already stretching the ones that are involved in our program.
0: I can't imagine a a profession that you fail more than you succeed. And that um, you bounce back, and actually, bottom line, it, it it points to the need for the Lord to to be part of this process.
1: Well, yes, for sure. But I'm trying to say, I'm trying to yes, I'm just trying to respond. How to I, respond to, your, to what you just said? If you think about it, um, we have an all-powerful, all all knowledgeable, um, unlimited resources. God. Correct. We have His Holy Spirit right here wherever we go. Um, we know where our destiny is. We are here for a very short time relative, relative to eternity. Um, you know, what is the definition of failure? The definition of failure may be we didn't take enough risk. I think not trying. Yeah. You know, but but the
0: flesh is weak, and so we can get caught up in all these failures, and that could limit us from continuing to move forward.
1: Well, the enemy, the enemy of of success uh, and impact is perfection. Correct. So, um, and in an educational setting, um, so, sometimes that can drive us toward, you know, a hundred percent. Or an A is a good 4. thing, 0. right? Um, but I, what I love about the accelerator is, come on in and fail with us. We'll mentor right. you. By the way, fail quick, fail fast, fail cheap. And eventually, you're going to build something that's sustainable, right.
0: right? What a great and what a great um, lesson for people and.